Forced Migration Review, Issue 49, May 2015. Female Genital Mutilation, A Case for Asylum in Europe, by Fidela Novak Irons. With some 71% of female EU asylum applicants from FGM practicing countries estimated to be survivors of this harmful traditional practice, it is time to accept that this subject demands greater scrutiny and a more dedicated response. UNHCR has estimated that 18,500 of the 25,855 women and girls from FGM practicing countries seeking asylum in the EU in the first three quarters of 2014 may have been survivors of female genital mutilation, FGM, translating into an estimated 71% prevalence rate of FGM in EU asylum systems. The main countries of origin for these women and girls include Eritrea, Nigeria, Somalia, Guinea, and Ethiopia, most of which have persistently high prevalence rates for FGM, and note one. These numbers debunk the still all-too-common view that the practice is so insignificant in the asylum system as not to merit dedicated attention and specific responses. There are a number of misconceptions relating to FGM that may create obstacles to meeting the specific protection needs and vulnerability of these women and girls. Many workers in the European asylum systems are not familiar with the practice, and it is not uncommon to hear or read opinions that FGM is not a problem for these women because it is part of their culture, that educated parents should be able to protect their daughters from it, that intact teenage girls and young women are too old to be at risk, that the increasingly medicalized practice of FGM is a minor procedure with no ill effects, and no two, or that women should simply refuse to become cutters and carry out this practice like their mothers. Many of these misconceptions stem from a lack of awareness of the gender dimension in general and its role in this harmful traditional practice in particular, and from limited, or lack of, knowledge on the practice, its regional variations, and its lifelong consequences. This often leads to incorrect assumptions about the forms of persecution that women and girls may fear, the risks they may face if returned, the protection of which they could avail themselves, the specific interventions they may need during the asylum procedure, and later, when or if settling in Europe, and the prevention of the practice by the communities in exile in Europe. Complex Asylum Claims For the first three quarters of 2014, the main countries of asylum from women and girls from FGM practicing countries were Germany, Sweden, France, Switzerland, UK, the Netherlands, Italy, Belgium, Norway, and a new entrant into the list, Denmark. The fact that only a handful of states collect data on the grounds on which applications are made and decided limits our ability to better understand the extent of this phenomenon. Gathering better statistical data on FGM and European asylum systems should be a priority. Data should include the number of FGM survivors assisted in European asylum centers, as well as the number of asylum claims involving FGM issues. It is estimated, however, that asylum systems in the EU receive a few thousand applications every year relating directly to FGM, pointing again to the fact that this is not a negligible ground for asylum. In addition, these asylum claims are particularly complex and involve a variety of risk profiles. Quote, I fled my country because of the persecution I had been subjected to, because of my activism against excision, and note three, and my political engagement to promote the rights of women. End quote. Halimatu Berry. End note four. In addition to the women and men activists persecuted for their opinions and commitment to end FGM in their countries of origin and or their perceived threat to religious beliefs, European member states have also been receiving claims from 
bullet point. Women and unaccompanied and separated girls who seek protection from being subjected to FGM, whether they come directly from FGM practicing countries or have lived most of their lives in Europe, and may be at risk of being cut upon return. Bullet point. Women and girls who have already been subjected to FGM and seek protection from excision, defibrillation, or reinfibrillation, and note 5, upon marriage, including child marriage, and note 6, or at childbirth. Bullet point. Parents who claim international protection to protect their daughters from FGM. Bullet point. Women who are under pressure from their family and community but refuse to become cutters in countries of origin. Bullet point. Women who have been subjected to FGM have accessed reconstructive surgery, often while in Europe, and who fear being cut again upon return. When members of communities flee, they bring with them their customs and traditions, which may include harmful traditional practices such as FGM. Beyond the asylum system, we need to learn how to work with the FGM practicing communities in exile in Europe to prevent the practice of FGM in Europe. Lessons can be learned from the progress achieved in countries of origin, in particular how ending FGM has involved changing the social norms of practicing communities, the participation of the communities, the empowerment of women and girls, but also of men, young and old, to urge their respective communities to abandon the practice. Quote, it is horrible, it is painful, mentally, emotionally, and physically, and I wished it had not happened to me. Whatever happened to me can never be turned back, it cannot disappear. The pain will remain forever, end quote. Ifla Ahmed, end note 7. Fidela Novak Irons, N-O-V-A-K-F-A, at unhcr.org, is Senior Staff Development Officer, Protection, at the UNHCR Global Learning Center, Budapest. www.unhcr.org. With thanks to Zoe Campilia and Jessica Davila, interns at the UNHCR Bureau for Europe for their assistance in the compilation of the data for 2014. Endnotes. Endnote 1. See UNHCR 2014, Too Much Pain, Female Genital Mutilation and Asylum in the European Union, a statistical update. www.refworld.org slash pdfid slash 5316 e 6 db4.pdf. For more information about UNHCR's work to end FGM, see www.unhcr.org slash pages slash 5315def56.html. Endnote 2, see folds. Endnote 3, excision, a form of FGM, in French used to denote FGM in general. And note 4. In UNHCR 2014, Too Much Pain, The Voices of Refugee Women. www.youtube.com slash watch question mark V equal sign P capital W 3 capital T F lowercase C capital L I X lowercase I W. And note 5. Infibulation, surgical removal of the external female genitalia and the suturing of the vulva. Defibulation, reconstructive surgery of the infibulated scar. And note six, child marriage is poorly understood in the asylum system, too often conflated with arranged marriage, i.e. culturally acceptable, rather than a way of subjugating girls to a submissive gender role. 
In this sense, its purpose is closely allied to that of FGM. The practices of FGM and child marriage are generally prevalent in the same countries. And note 7. Anti-FGM activist in UNHCR 2014, Too Much Pain, The Voices of Refugee Women.